Welcome to the Oh hey there podcast. We are back. Another edition of the podcast. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still here. He's still here. He won't go away. Um, it is March 22nd, and Jimmy Garoppolo is still a 49er, and the Niners need some cap space. They need to do some things in free agency. Uh, Leo is not here with us today, but with us is my my guy, Rob Statsgrow. What's up, Rob? Hey, Javi. What's going on? Oh, you know, dealing with tornadoes down here in Texas, working my ass off, and waiting for Jimmy to get traded. What is going on? I don't know. I was going to ask you. I cannot explain this. I There is no logical explanation for Jimmy Garoppolo still being on this team. There is none. Um, you know, I think we all expected him to be traded really right after the season, right? Um, surgery happens, and then things just dry up. The combine, we heard the buzz about Indianapolis. Indianapolis chose to go with Matt Ryan yesterday. Um, and obviously... Now the market for Jimmy Garoppolo is Seattle and Carolina. And if I'm Seattle and Carolina, I'm not touching Jimmy Garoppolo with a 10-foot pole. So what does that, what does that mean for Jimmy Garoppolo? Does he, is he a starter or is he in the Ryan Fitzpatrick mold going forward now as far as an NFL quarterback? Or are the Niners really trying to convince the fan base, like, yeah, you know, we'll just hold on to him and maybe somebody gets injured during the preseason and we can trade him then? Because that's just a, a risky proposition all the way through. Here's my problem with that thought process. First of all, that's hope, right? You're essentially hoping for someone to get hurt, and hope is not a plan. But also, you're not just hoping for somebody to get hurt, Javi, right? Because, like, if you're one of these teams, I don't know, let's say you're like the Raiders, for instance, right? Derek Carr gets hurt. He, If he's hurt for two weeks, you're not trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. If he's hurt for three weeks, you're not trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. So you're not just hoping for an injury. You're hoping for a major injury to a quarterback because that's the only way one of these teams is going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo to save their season and that's not a plan that is not good enough the 49ers had a year to work out an exit strategy for Jimmy Garoppolo once they decided that they were going to keep him for the 2021 season and this is the best that they could do this is a disaster yeah you know and I think part of the conversation that gets lost in all this is um the Niners spent all of 2021 offseason going into 2021 season telling the rest of the league they didn't want this guy right (laughs) and 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 steve young said it best you did you did everything in the world to move up to three you did everything in the world to go find yourself an an upgrade to garoppolo whether that was stafford we all know you were pro you were in on deshaun because that's been coming that's come out um you had interest in wentz you called about teddy bridgewater you called about every two-armed able-bodied quarterback and then it was Mac Lance Fields, and it became Mac and Lance, and it was Lance on draft day, and the rest of the league. The rest of the league's not stupid. Like as much as we like to crap on other GMs and stuff, but they understand the business, right? This is business one hundred and one. Um, you know that you have to, <laughs> you have you lose leverage by showing your hand so early. They showed their hand way too early um, with this Jimmy Garoppolo thing, and now the rest of the league's like, listen, if Kyle Shanahan has maximized this guy. What else am I going to get out of him, right? And this is part of why I've always had an issue with um, this notion that Garoppolo could be a starter elsewhere. I'm like, no, you're trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. You're only trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. You're not trading for Kyle Shanahan, too. And the only way this might work for Jimmy Garoppolo is to go to an offense similar to what Kyle is running. And, oh, by the way, those guys who are running similar offense to what Kyle's running have quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, um, Russell Wilson now in Denver. So where is he going to go and what offense is he going to fit in? 
Because to me, it feels like Jimmy Garoppolo, to quote the great Kyle Shanahan, has been left at the altar. They moved heaven and earth to get his replacement, and now they don't want to move a finger to get rid of him. I don't understand it. Maybe Houston is possible. Maybe because they need a quarterback, although they seem like they're kind of content with Davis Mills. So I don't know. I'd stick with Davis Mills. That's the thing is like now the starting jobs are drying up. And I went into this whole process terrified that the 49ers were going to cut Jimmy Garoppolo because I said that would be the worst possible thing. They're going to cut him and we're not going to get anything for him. Now I'm going in this hobby like, please cut him because I <laughs> he can't be on the team for training camp. Yeah, I, I think I think we talked about it after the NFC title game. You know, we did the the the, po- the post game reaction, and I as we were closing out the show, I'm like, I think Jimmy Garoppolo's gonna get cut, and you were like, No, 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 no. I'm like, No, I think he's gonna get cut because because who wants him? And it's not, and I I, I hate that it sounds like I'm bagging on the guy, but at this point in his career, he's a 30 year old quarterback. He had three injuries in 2021 to add on to his other list of injuries. Um, no team can guarantee that he can play 10 games fully for them right then you have to trade for the contract but not you're not only creating for the contract because you don't want to carry that big cap number in the first year you have to restructure that contract or extend it for it to make sense on another team so are you wanting to tie yourself to this guy for two or three more years when you know that he's not your future as well you know what i mean do you want to just maintain this level of mediocrity and, and stay afloat with jimmy garoppolo and also risk potential injury to Jimmy Garoppolo because we know he just can't stay healthy and it's not it's not that he doesn't want to be healthy like no one no one gets hurt on purpose but at this point in his career you cannot trust those things and the Niners you know for for all the flack for all the praise that he they, they get sometimes this has been a boneheaded decision all the way through and this is going back till to the last off season. And even in the middle of that 2020 season, how they handled the high ankle sprain, how they brought him back too early. You know what I mean? They've, they've mismanaged the Garoppolo situation and the perception of him as a quarterback in the league is just really all over the place because you have such, I guess, infighting between beat writers. You know what I mean? Like one guy says, nah, he's not that good. The other guy hypes him up way too much where really he's right in the middle and the rest of the league knows it except part of the 49ers fan base either overvalues him or undervalues him where he should just be right in the middle. And that's kind of where we're at in the trade market. Matt Ryan just went for a third round pick. And the Falcons ate most of his dead money. Where does Jimmy Garoppolo fall now for trade compensation? It's right back to where I thought fourth, fifth round selections, maybe even less. That's fine. That is fine. Just Can someone it. explain to me how Carson Wentz could get traded twice before the 49ers could find a trade partner for Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, explain that to me, because I really than, don't understand it. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. No, come he, on, man. He, he, was, he had 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions, and I know I'm not a raw stats guy, but the issue with him was his fumbles. If he just cleans up the fumbles, that's a better Colts team. He's an asshole. The well, issue too. with him is that he's too. a jerk. Yeah. Like, he, I just... <laughs> I don't like the fact that the 49ers are in this spot because all the stuff you mentioned, Javi, was foreseeable. It yeah. was always possible that Jimmy Garoppolo could get hurt and have to have a surgery in the offseason that could diminish his trade value. That was always possible. There's quarterback dominoes. We've known that that Aaron Rodgers may be retiring or wanting out of Green Bay for a year. We've known the same thing that Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle. Like All of this stuff was foreseeable for the 49ers. None of this should have caught them by surprise. And yet it looks like 
all of this has caught them by surprise. And they're going to try and play the victims in this. They're going to say that they didn't know about the shoulder surgery. And, well, we didn't know Deshaun Watson wasn't going to get indicted. And we didn't know this and that. They knew they drafted their future in 2021. And yet they chose to stick with Jimmy to try and go all in to make another Super Bowl. And it was just wrong. I said it was wrong at the time. And I've been proven correct. And now here they are where they've, they're stuck now with Jimmy Garoppolo because the game of musical chairs is pretty much over. The music has stopped, and the only dude without a chair is Jimmy G. Yeah, and this is where Kyle Shanahan was at last offseason with the being left at the altar when it came to the quarterback cycle, and the, and the now you're you got your quarterback left at the altar. Um, with I, I genuinely think that the Niners were blindsided by the shoulder surgery. I think him waiting this long was to diminish whatever trade value he had, whatever options that were out there for him. I think this is something where he wanted to be somewhat in control. Don Yee probably looking at how Tom Brady was treated in New England and, and in Tampa as a god, right? He's so used to those type of things that he kind of wants Jimmy Garoppolo to be treated a little bit better by the Niners, right? Because the Niners have kind of dragged drugged him under the bus for years at this point is what it feels like. So Don Yee probably has, uh, for lack of better terms, has John Lynch by the balls with this. Like, hey, I'm going to have this guy get surgery now. You figure out your trade stuff. If you can't, ah, well, he's going to get his $7.5 million regardless unless he can pass a physical, which we all know he can't pass a physical. So if you cut him, he's getting $7.5 million regardless from any team, whether it be the Niners or whoever picks him up. He's going to see that at the bare minimum. So it was smart play by Don Yee. Really stupid decision by the 49ers to hold on to him this long. But this is also part of what you just said, which is what me and you said a long time ago when Trey Lance was drafted. Okay, Go find a trade partner for Jimmy Garoppolo going into 2021. Rip the Band-Aid off. If you don't make the playoffs with a rookie, fine. But you are committing to your rookie, the guy you chose with the third overall pick. Because, you know, it, it, this is where this is where I get really irritated with some of the beat writers on the 49ers staff. Like, they hyped, this, they hyped Jimmy Garoppolo up as this was his best camp. This was this. This was that. Did anyone see anything different in 2021 from Jimmy Garoppolo that they did that they they saw in 2019 or 2018 or 2020? The answer is no, right? So his play was never going to up his stock because he's not a top 10 quarterback. He's not even a top 15 quarterback. He's 16 and below. Just depending on the week, he might show you some top 10 stuff, and then depending on the week, he might show you some number 30 stuff, right? And that's just kind of where he's at. The other fear was, oh, he gets injured now, his value is diminished. Guess what? He played like crap and he got injured. So now both things have happened and you have no trade value for a guy that you need to get off your books as soon as possible. So that way you can maneuver in free agency. And I'm not saying to go buy all the big players here. I'm saying go get a rotational pass rusher. Maybe go find yourself another cornerback. Oh, by the way, you need a center of the future. Maybe you could have paid Ryan Jensen instead. Or, oh, hey, you need another guard instead of committing to Brunskill more than you, you already have. Like, these things matter. And Jimmy Garoppolo's $25 million hasn't prevented them from signing anybody just yet, but it's going to, and they need to get him off the books as soon as possible. And if it means cutting him, who gives a shit? Just cut him at this point. Thank you, Jimmy Garoppolo, for all you've done. Bye-bye, sayonara. Just get this thing over with, because at this point, this is very, very weird what the Niners are trying to do here. This is not good business. This is bad business. And I know they like to, I've heard Parag Marathi and plenty of other podcasts, the Niners like to win trades and win these, these things. Guess what? You're losing. You're losing this one. 
you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like, congratulations, you won the trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Now your team is in shambles. The offensive line is in shambles right now. There are major question marks at four out of the five spots on the offensive line. Lakin Tomlinson is gone, so you got to figure that out. We don't even know if Alex Mack is coming back. They think he is. They say he is, but we don't know for sure. And, oh, by the way, he's 36 years old. Daniel Brunskill is the right guard. Enough said there. And Mike McGlinchey has to come back from a major, major, major injury. And, oh, by the way, the guy that was backing him up, he's gone now. He's in Denver. Is this putting Trey Lance in a position to succeed? From the second you draft a rookie quarterback, every single decision you make has to go towards helping that guy, maximizing his ability, and maximizing the roster around him. And the 49ers have done the complete opposite to poor Trey Lance. They've seemingly taken steps to make it harder for him to succeed. Especially with the McGlinchey thing. We don't know where he's at. Um, at the combine, they were, he was asked about it. He said McGlinchey's injury doesn't you know, alter their draft, chain, their draft strategy. I call bullshit on that. I think that does alter your draft strategy because I've heard rumblings that Mike McGlinchey's been shopped. Right? We'll see how true that is. But if you're going to move that guy, that means you're going to have to replace that guy. So does that mean you're taking a tackle in the first round? Right? Who who knows what that? What not that the first does. round or second round? Excuse me, because you know you're not getting a first round pick for Jimmy. Um, you know if you're, you with your first selection, does that mean you're going right tackle? Or could have that could that money have gone to maybe Elio Collins, who was a free agent recently, who just signed with the Bengals? Right? Like similar offensive scheme, really good right tackle. Could have used that, Kyle John. We could have used that for your rookie quarterback, and he's still a rookie because he only has three freaking games or 10 quarters of, of NFL of snaps. Like the expectation for, or for Lance are going to be through the roof for, you know, for fans who, who are so committed to this Jimmy Garoppolo thing. It just, it blows my mind and committing to him long-term means getting him a center that he can grow with long-term going, getting some, getting his protection on his right side as well. Long-term you want to get those things locked up and ready to go. Do I think the Niners have a plan? Yes, I do. Does their plan look really stupid right now? Excuse my language stats. Yes. It looks really stupid right now. And they they got egg on their face. What is the plan then? Their, I guess their plan is to build through the draft. Okay, cool. You want to build through the draft? Fine. You got nine picks, but you better hit. You can't be doing this like all oh, these guys are for the next couple of years. No, no. This guy, these guys <laughs> need to come in now and play now. I get the Aaron Banks thing, Trey Sermon. We'll see, but you cannot not have two starters with your first picks. Your six pick sixty one and picks ninety three need to be immediate starters for this team because you're letting guys walk out the door. Tart, uh, Lakin, you know, Max 36, we talked about it. We don't know about McGlinchey's, you know, future. Like, you need to get these guys as starters at pick 61 and pick 93. Like, that's that has to happen. And think about that. Just look at the average draft class. If you say, hey, we got two or three starters out of one single draft class, that's a really good draft class. That is a lot of pressure that you are putting on these draft picks. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you got to find that many starters in a single class. It's hard. Even the best drafting teams miss more than they hit. So I just feel like if that's your plan, you are really on a tightrope here between these buildings because it's not easy to do, especially when you don't have a first round pick and you're picking the second round is 61. Yeah. And then you're limited in cap space, too, as far as free agency goes. Now the Niners sitting at, according to over the cap, they have about $7.4 million in cap space. You know, a simple cut of Jimmy Garoppolo saves you so much money. Saves you so much money. Oh, man. And he doesn't add anything to the team. You you are hurt 
by keeping him, both from a cap standpoint and from a locker room standpoint. That's the frustrating thing that mm-hmm. I I feel like. Do they not see? Do they really not see that? This is where I had an issue with Kyle Shanahan. Like, and I, I I'm you know I might get crapped on this, for, but the emotional intelligence aspect of Kyle Shanahan when it comes to these things, you know, it's kind of like you know, let me just throw this ticking time bomb in a locker room that is Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> right? Hey, you know, you're still here. But then you got half the locker room over here. You got half the locker room over there. And I'm not saying that that will happen, but we've seen this before on other teams, right? There's a human element to this game that exists. I just did a podcast with Adrian Colbert, former 49ers safety. He has high, high praise for Jimmy Garoppolo. And he hasn't played with him in years. (laughs) But it's the guy. He's a good – Adrian's a great guy. But the point is he's saying Jimmy Garoppolo is just – he's a guy's guy. He's someone people look to – and, you know, if he's in that locker room, how is it going to help Trey Lance to get that locker room on his side, right? And this is like, you know, Adrian's like, well, play and everything else. Well, yeah, but you still got this guy sitting here who's really tight with McGlinchey, who's tight with George, who's tight with Debo. Like, those things matter. And at some point, you have to get this guy out of here. Um, it's just really frustrating what they've done, and I don't understand why – They've done these things the way they've done them. It just doesn't make any sense. This is my nightmare for the 49ers because I don't think people have thought this situation through. Because remember, there's no COVID restrictions next year. So that means reporters are going to be in the back in the locker room. And if Jimmy Garoppolo is on this team, every single player on the team is going to get asked, who do you want to start, Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance? Every single player, every single day in training camp. And let's say the 49ers say, you know what? No, we, we're, we're going to be good to Trey. It's going to be Trey's team. Well, Trey's 22 years old, going to be 22 years old. He's going to have struggles at certain times. He just is. He's inexperienced. That's going to happen with anybody. The second those struggles happen, all the Jimmy people in the locker room are going to be like, why don't we have Jimmy Garoppolo? Why aren't we playing this guy? We get to the NFC Championship game two out of the last three years. That's unfair to Trey Lance. He's allowed to have struggles. He has to if he's going to develop into the player we all want to see. But the presence of Jimmy Garoppolo poisons the entire locker room. And it's not because Jimmy's a bad person. Like you've said, it's because he's a good person. So many people like him. It's not fair to Jimmy. It's not fair to Trey. And it just it's not fair to 49er fans, frankly. Yeah, it's 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 getting old at this point. I don't know where they go from here. And it's it to me, they, they, they got they got egg on their face. They got played. They got played really well by Donnie yep. and Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And, you know, all season, and I, I, I commended Jimmy for being a pro throughout all this. What has happened, I understand the business aspect of it, but it's not a pro's pro move to do what you did. If it was to have surgery like this late and and hurt your stock. But but see, I don't, I don't blame him for that at that point because once the season ends, he's got to do what's best for him because, I mean, he's basically been told that, that the team is moving on from him. And that's a tool that was available to him in his toolbox. And so he used it. And you can't blame him for acting in his best interest, just like he shouldn't blame the 49ers for trading up to three to get Trey Lance. But the 49ers should have seen it coming, Javi. They should have seen that possibility coming. And that's why, I don't know, if a real GM would have seen it, John Lynch (laughs) certainly didn't see it. Let's be honest, man. Come on. Look, look at what happened with the Texans, right? The Texans played the Deshaun Watson situation perfectly. If the Texans had let everybody meet with Deshaun Watson and then got trade offers, they would have gotten crushed because Deshaun would have said, I'm only waiving it for one team. Yeah. And then the Texans wouldn't have got a lot back in return. 
but they had a real GM in Nick Casario and he was smart. Nobody met with Deshaun Watson until the Texans approved the deal. That's what a good GM can do for you. Yeah. Not a television star like the 49ers have. I'm sorry. I think that's a huge factor in this. John Lynch doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And I think the Niners would have been better off if he went back to TV. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I don't disagree with you about the G, John Lynch as a GM. I think I think part of the John Lynch thing is I think he's always been just a voice. Right. He's been the guy for the cameras. Right. He's going to kiss babies and shake hands like that. That's he's the face for the 49ers. Like he's going to be the vocal guy because clearly Kyle Shannon is not very good on the mic. John Lynch is. But when it comes to these negotiating tactics and, you know, the business side of it, I don't know that he's making the proper decisions, especially when it comes to some of these contract negotiations that kind of gone public when, when it came to Kittle and, and, and Defoe situation and handling some of these things. And of course now with the Jimmy Garoppolo situation, you know, you, this is, this could have been handled much better uh, over the last 18, 19 months. And here we are, they're stuck with this guy and they don't have a exit strategy right now. That I think that's part of it. They didn't have a strategy to come out of it. They were like, Oh, you know what? Kyle can make this guy look really, really good, but we're not really going to concern ourselves with his injury history. And guess what? It backfired and blew up in their face. But what can you do? The 49ers are about $7.5 million under the cap, so they have ability to make some moves. Um, what what would you like to see the Niners do with whatever's left of that or going forward before the draft? I'd like to see them do something. You've got needs on this team. Offensive linemen, you need there. I still think you need a starting safety. I, I, is, is the plan for George Odom to be the starting safety beside Jimmy Ward? I hope not. Right. So, like, you've got needs on the offensive line. Needs at safety. I love the Charverius Ward signing. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Home run signing. 25 years old. Ascending player. I wouldn't mind seeing another defensive back, honestly. Where is the pass rusher opposite Nick Bosa? I I would have loved to see Chandler Jones come in here. That would have been an incredible move by the 49ers. Now, I don't know what they're going to do. Are you banking on Ebukam? The Niners are doing a lot of banking on their internal development whether it's Aaron Banks Jalen Moore maybe Ebukam like they're really counting on the guys that they have to step up in performance and that scares me a little you know I would like to them to add another pass rusher the name that comes up that I think is it's Derek Barnett former Philadelphia Eagle he was a first okay. round pick in the Solomon Thomas draft he was a guy I liked uh, he has an injury history nothing too crazy but he's been productive and Philadelphia doesn't look like they're going to sign him back could that be a guy you get for five and a half million dollars a year? Maybe, because his numbers aren't that great. But if you you assign him to a guy like assign him opposite of Bosa, now you have a dynamic pass rushing duo. That's somebody I would like to get in here, Derek Barnett. Um, and then the other one is Will Hernandez of the Giants, guard. I don't want to see. Look, I li- I like Brunskill, awesome human, but he's not a very good right guard. Like upgrade the position. Go spend it on a guy who was formerly taken in the second round who just didn't fit a scheme in New York. Kind of like what you did with Lakin Tomlinson. Former first-round pick, was not doing very well in Detroit. You brought him in. Will Hernandez doesn't have any injury concerns, just like Lakin Tomlinson. Fits your profile. He's actually 25 pounds lighter than Lakin. He moves better than Lakin. He can play both left and right guard. Plug him right in at right guard next to McGlinchey if McGlinchey's going to be here. Those are two things that I like the Niners to do. Derek Barnett, Will Hernandez, like, let's do something here, Kyle and John. Like, stop sitting on your hands at this point and make something happen. I don't need a splash. I need 
good depth and potential starters in frenzy on cheap contracts because that's how you're going to maximize Trey Lance's first five years or first four years now because he didn't play last year. But that's how you're going to maximize him. Cheap contracts, extend your your A players like Debo and Bosa. Get this done. Like you're you're sitting on your hands way too much. I don't know what you're doing sitting at Jed. You're probably at Jed York's house having mimosas or something right now, and it's getting annoying. Well, and that's I kind of put some of this on Jed too. The worst thing Jed said last year was, well, maybe we'll just keep Jimmy Garoppolo for the length of his contract. No, Jed's the only one with the authority to tell Kyle to get off his ass and get in gear and get Jimmy Garoppolo out of town. That's what you want your owner to do. Sometimes you need somebody to clunk some heads together and get people to do what what needs to be done. And Jed instead is not doing that. And Kyle's just having the run of his mill. And like you said, the Niners are just, they're not doing anything. Forget a splash. They're not even making a ripple in the free agency pool. They have needs here. You know, that that old saying, you're either getting better or getting worse, but you never stay the same. The, the 49ers just feel like they're trying to stay the same. And you can't stay the same. This is what cost them in 2020. Like, they wanted to run it back from the 2019 season, thinking they can get back there, but they didn't improve. The only real improvement was um, Jason Verrett over Richard Sherman. Right, that was really the only big difference, but you can't win when your quarterback's on the sideline. Like you can't keep running these things back. Oh, my roster's really good. You know what the Rams do? The Rams keep upping. They get better. They get better at at whatever cost. Right? They added Allen Robinson, but they shipped off Robert Woods. They upgraded. Right? Just swapping money. Boom, boom. Swapped it out. And the Niners should be able to do these things too. I don't understand why they aren't, or why they don't. But at this point, it's just becoming, to me, become it feels like negligence at this point. Like, they're just satisfied being, okay, cool, we made an NFC title game. Great. Cool, we got two winning seasons in, in five years. Awesome. I, I don't get it. I think they, obviously, I know they want to win a lot. But there is no, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me how they're operating right now with this. Because literally, the, the rest of the NFL just told you what they felt about Jimmy Garoppolo and your player and how his trade value is across the league and just the thought process all the way through. It just doesn't make sense. You overvalued the guy and now you're sitting here with this sunk cost asset. There's no urgency from the 49ers to act whatsoever. And that's a good point. Look at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers brought everybody back for their super, literally everybody back for their Super Bowl run. They didn't even make the conference championship game. Like you never stay the same. You can't just run it back. That is a myth. You have to try and get better and the only spot the 49ers have tried to get better at so far this offseason is at corner. And they did, which is good. But that's just not enough. And, and I don't know if they just think like, oh, well, Kyle will get us through or whatever. But like you made the conference championship game because Jordan Willis blocked a punt that fell into Talanoa Hufanga's lap. Like they were lucky to get to the NFC championship game. Let's mm-hmm. just call it what it was. Yep. They, their offense stunk in the playoffs. It was incredible how bad their offense was in the playoffs. It was they miserable. Still got to the NFC. Yeah. Like. So let's stop acting like there's some powerhouse here and start acting with some urgency. And they weren't a powerhouse in 2019 either. Think about it. It, it took literally a one-inch stop to get the number one seed, right? Cool, you ran through everybody in the playoffs, but to get to the number one seed was a process because your high-end talent was playing really well, but you got your injuries started to pile up towards the back end of the year. Um, you know, we can always we can look back at those things like, okay, yeah, they weren't this powerhouse team. Were the Niners good last year? Sure, they were. They were pretty good, but yeah, you said it—a block punt and a miss—you know—a blocked field goal 
Those are the differences to get you to the NFC title game. Otherwise, you don't get there. And if Aaron Rodgers decides to look at anybody else but Devontae Adams, the Niners lose that game pretty poorly, pretty badly. Uh, it's on tape. But I don't know, man. There's enough here. We're just on Jimmy Watch at this point. We're waiting for the Jimmy Garoppolo shoe to fall, and I don't think it's going to fall. I think they're going to go into training camp with him. I don't think he takes a single snap in training camp. I don't think John Don Yee lets him take a single snap in training camp. I think they just sit on him until they can actually move him or cut him as after he passes the physical. I think that is what they're going to do. Do I agree with it? No, but I think that's what they're going to do. And at some point, I wonder if Trey Lance starts to get bothered by this whole thing. I mean, damn, man, can you just commit to me already? Like, what what has he done that is so terrible that the 49ers don't just want to go all in with him? Like, I, I everything that they have done seems to be the worst possible way to handle this quarterback situation. That's the frustrating thing. And, and you know, maybe Lance is the ultimate get-out-of-jail-free card. Maybe he comes in. And they get, he gets all the reps, and he looks awesome. And then it's like, whatever, because Trey's kicking everybody's ass. And maybe yeah. that lets them totally off the hook. But again, that's a lot of pressure for a 22-year-old kid. Yeah, no, I agree. Too much pressure. Like, before even taking a single NFL snap. Like, you have the fe- pressure of the franchise. You have the pressure of your locker room. And then you have the pressure of this Jimmy Garoppolo thing over your head for no freaking reason. Um, teams that... Commit to their guy. They get rid of guys. The Eagles did it. They got rid of Sam Bradford. The minute they got Wentz in there. You know. Um, the Seattle Seahawks did it with Russell Wilson. Cool. He paid Matt Flynn money. Bye. Russell's better. Right. At this point, you should literally just clear the deck and get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo as soon as you can. Take a conditional seventh for all I care. Just get him out of here. You know what I mean? If you want to take up the, you want to pay the seven and a half million, cool, pay the seven and a half million. Just get him out of here and let Trey take over this team and get this thing going because how they're handling this does not make any sense. But, you know, I think we beat a dead horse here, Rob. Um, thanks for filling in. Uh, busy day for me. <clears throat> but we'll be back next week. Hopefully, we have some Jimmy news next week and he's out of here and we'll get into some more draft stuff. But as always, I'm Javi. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Harvey Vague underscore and follow my guy here, Rob at Stats on Fire. And make sure you're following everything at Niners Nation Podcast Network. And then, of course, Niners Nation's got a whole bunch of content coming out this week. Check out everything, and we do appreciate you all tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review, whatever you do, wherever you do it at. Make sure you do that for us. We really do appreciate it. Until then, everyone stay safe. Go Niners. Peace.